Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sophie. Happy birthday to you. Yay! <laughs> I enjoyed that. That's the best opening ever. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. So here we are once again with a, another birthday special, number four. Yeah. And the best birthday special there is going to be. High Cause, praise. Because <laughs> what yours is involved. Because I got to pick the films. That yeah. never happens, apart from my birthday, so this feels really special. Well, not all the time. You, there's been times in the past. I get but... choices. Yeah. I don't get to pick. Outright, no. No. Not often. Mm. The other occasions, but yeah. Like, you've got male and... I guess, pretty... yeah. No, pretty woman. Pretty that was, that was birthday. That was, um, <laughs> I was thinking of a Dirty Dancing, example. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. yeah. Three out of, you know... <laughs> Near enough 100 episodes. <laughs> so we're going to do what we did, obviously, remember for my birthday, which was uh, like covering a film that neither of us have seen. Mm-hmm. Then talking about a film that I've, I haven't seen this time, but yes, you have. Yes, a film that Paul hasn't seen. <gasps> I wonder what that could be. Uh, hmm. <laughs> well, you, you can tell from the thumbnail, of course. But... <laughs> and, then a fin- and then finally a film that we both have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really love all the films I picked this time. I feel like it's quite a nice balance. Even the first one? First one, yeah. You helped me with this one, didn't you? Not going to lie, you did, because I always struggle with films that I haven't seen to know what to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think we were torn between Little Women. There's Little Women and Breakfast Breakfast at Tiffany's was like another option. Yeah, but I felt like Breakfast at Tiffany's needs its own mm. platform. Like, we just need to just talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's more content in there that we can kind of probably do a full yeah. episode. Yeah, I think that's probably worthy of that. Yeah, I feel like it is. And I, I'm, I've got high hopes for that one, mm-hmm. where it'd be like singing in the rain and feel, I'm hoping it's on a path. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I kind of feel slightly bad for like maybe swaying you thoughts on choosing this for this first one anyway i don't know it just felt like i i it's something i wanted to see for a long time but I kind of like almost like well come on so let's it's supposed to be your choice but <laughs> but then i got payback with the other two hmm. whereas it was like a hmm well if you what if i watch this then you've got to watch serendipity <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we did have in the bag as well eight mile yeah, which would actually probably would have been a funny yeah. one to think because that actually shocked me when you said initially said you had you had seen that because it was like all on the back burner for like a, a thing down the line. But it's like, oh right, I didn't actually know you you'd seen it. Before. And I remember it quite clearly. Um, I feel mm. compared to loads of films that I do watch, and it yeah. doesn't kind of stay with me. Eight Mile has stayed with me. 
Um, I don't know how old I was, but my sister used to love Eminem. And I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like big on rap music and Eminem was a big part of that as growing up. I feel like you and Sarah but... are roughly the same age though, so I'm wondering if it was like popular for your taste at that age as well. Yeah, I guess it was, yeah. Whereas I was a couple of years younger, so like somebody swearing to me when I was little, I was like, oh no, I don't like it. Too raw. Too raw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember somebody when I was little wanted me to swear. <laughs> All right. I'm like, go on, go on, say the F word. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to, I'll get in trouble. And they were like, probably, you know, like people coaxing you. Mm -hmm. Didn't do it. So, I'm good well done, girl. Well Thank you. And yeah. don't go into peer pressure, you know what I'm like, Paul? Yeah, we've spoken about that before, haven't we? With oh, yeah, we have. And drugs and stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I've got a little halo above my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, the first film, mm -hmm. Paul, that you kind of secretly nudged, nudged, mm -hmm. is called? Her. Me, me. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, actually, I wouldn't mind being her, to be fair, because she is Scarlett Johansson's sexy, sexy voice. Yeah, I wish our little Google thing actually had that voice. I'd listen to her talking all day. <laughs> I guess. I, I, I'm not even going to complain at you saying that. I'm not. Also, uh, our... I don't want to trigger it off. Mm -hmm. um, Google. Dev device. Yeah. Doesn't know Jack. So it's like... <laughs> it's so crap, isn't it? You will ask it something. It's like, here is a link. And it's like, no, I want you to tell me. Whereas Samantha mm -hmm. is her name. Actually answers you. Like, she's having a conversation with you, doesn't she? Yeah, it's less of a just an automated system like a, here's a here's a link to something or here's what i found on, on the web yes and it does get i do don't get me wrong i love these kind of things sometimes when you want to know what the weather's like or i don't know a random i use it really badly for like how many calories is in blah 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 and it just tells me magically and it's fantastic <laughs> but it's also scary at the same time like you you relying on something you're talking to a machine. To give you the answers, you know, like, there's times that like, oh, what's this plus this, just to work out basic maths, sometimes it's kind of like... Yeah, and it's like, well, look, so what, what, what happened to pen to paper added up? Yeah. Don't seem to have time for these stuff nowadays. Like, what's the weather like? Well, look outside, you'll see what the weather's like. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, yeah. So this is set kind of in the future, so, yeah, so to speak. future, like this, they, they always say, don't they? The film is was made in two thousand thirteen by um, Spike Jones, I think is the name of the director's last name. Um, I really like a film of his called Being John Malkovich. That's quite high up for me on there. So I was kind of like intrigued to 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 know what this was all about because it's one it's one of those like like on that scratch off movie poster upstairs. This is on there, and I oh, haven't seen it? it, so it's like oh, well, it's, it, it must be. Good. I haven't done that yet, <laughs> but. It's like, well, it clearly must be pretty good if it's on one of these, like, almost like you must see this film type of thing. But, uh... Is that for her, though? Yes, for her, yeah. For yeah, her. yeah, yeah. So not the other film that yeah. you mentioned that yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that on the list at some point? I'm at some, some point down the line. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got Joaquin Phoenix playing the lead in this, uh, Theodore. Mm -hmm. And so a bit of an introvert character, and, and he's just 
yeah, just like very reserved, everything as you might imagine. And you pointed out to me as well, just in case nobody did know, and which I didn't know, mm. because I'm one of those where I watch something and I go, I know him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know why I know him. And then I will natter you, like, what's he been in, Paul? Tell me. I know him. I know him. And the same thing kind of happened, didn't I? Where I'm like, you were saying he was the Joker. Obviously, the one where it's obviously going more in depth about actually yeah, the more why recent one. the Joker yeah. was the Joker. And I don't know. I don't know if it's because of the hair colour or because he has to lose so much weight for the Joker. Yeah. He looked a little bit completely different. It was just like certain facial features... That made it apparent that he was, And yeah. his voice, I think that was it. Yeah, But yeah. everything else, it was like, mm, I wouldn't have straight away jumped to that. But I th- the thing with with this, again, this whole, like, near near future stuff and everything, so, like, all the stuff is, like, on his Bluetooth mm. earpiece kind of thing, so, like, tell me the news, and it's like, skip. skip you do that skip, on, on. Um, our thingy. So, it, <laughs> um, so we are getting there with technology. Like, you can listen to Spotify, and you can say next, and it will go on to yeah, the next yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it just seems a bit, it frightens me how technology is going to take over our lives. Um, it will be like, um, Wally, where we are on these floating things, just sat while everything else is doing everything for us. Yeah. And yeah, okay. We complain about working. We complain about that, but not having a purpose at all. I feel like I'd miss that. Like, well, why am I here? If everything, if technology can do it so much better, what what is the purpose of a human? Exactly, yeah. You obviously, we obviously still need people to operate certain aspects because you can't have you can't have technology just overruling. I feel everything. like you it's, could. it's oh no, it definitely has. There's plenty of films that talk about that mm. kind of like machines taking over and all that thing. But we are becoming more more and more reliant on it's technology doing because... our jobs. Somebody would actually be like, now, if you go on a bus or a train, the amount of people that will look at their phones instead of actually looking at a person in the eyes. Yeah. It's like, literally, it's a no-brainer. Who, Which one are you going to do? No, no. Like, yeah. I, I know you struggle with eye contact anyway. It's like, the first <laughs> yeah. time you met me, you wouldn't even look at me. Um, and you probably look at your phone more than you do actual people. Mm-hmm. It just frightens me a little bit. And I think this is what, this really brought it to me, because... The fact of how a phone can connect you to anybody. Yeah. And I think this is what this kind of does with Samantha. So it's that connection. So you can be so lonely, but you feel like you're watching everybody else's lives pass you by. Yeah. And it goes to that kind of place where Theodore is so lonely. He wants a companionship. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't actually matter if it's actually physically human. No. Yeah, exactly. It's... Because a lot of people are like, you know, like his work colleagues and stuff, like, oh, who's let's go on a double date or whatever, or or think situations like that, and it's and it's not like outright like, oh, this, that's a weird scenario for you to mm. be having a relationship with a computer type of. No, I think it's thing. weird. I'm not gonna lie. The whole idea of not having somebody, but then I guess I'm being hypocritical because mm. me and you had a, I think I spoke to you for nine months. I made you wait because I didn't want you to kill me in my basement. Um, <laughs> yeah, to be sure. I had to be sure yeah. you were real. And we met online and we were young, so I didn't want to rush into seeing you straight away. So we built up a relationship and it was, we didn't actually speak on the phone. I don't think we sent many pictures either, to be fair. 
No, I don't we think so. We could have thought we were catfishes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we had a kind of cyber relationship. Yeah. But not in the sense of you not be you being not in the sense of you being a computer. Yeah. You were a human at the end of it. And I think that's the bit that makes me think that's okay. Whereas yeah, whereas this is just like a like a AI operating system basically where it's all just all that but super advanced but it's but you fall in love with something that you are making up in your head yes because this person the AI or whatever you want to call it she is learning and developing from Theodore yeah exactly she keeps saying like she's evolving type of thing i love that i always get straight away when she was saying it pokemon popped into my <laughs> not, head not quite that but I, yeah you know who we are <laughs> does she need that music behind her when she levels <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah charmander to charmeleon to charizard yeah like should she be changing names every time she yeah. evolves <laughs> <laughs> i just it does frighten me and makes me feel like this could be a step where people are falling in love with computers I do know, like, somebody got married to a brick wall, didn't they, in, like, China or somewhere? Yeah, yeah, this is kind of like one of those stories, and it's like, yeah, you hear those those things of, oh, I married a, a pig or something, and... But, Lee, I like, somebody Not marrying a... the dog, I, yeah. I feel like I understand that a little bit better. You can still it's... touch it. Yeah, but it's, you know, like, that's a bit wrong, isn't it, like, with... If you're going to take it a bit further than just, oh, I, I, you know, marrying it just because I like not to do any sexual act Yeah, no, it. God, no. I mean, it would hurt to do it with brick wall, to be fair, but, you know, unless you make a hole. You, hole but... Depends on if you're a man or a woman. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like it's more still, I'm not even meaning that, just like, for me, you know, I love a good cuddle. Yeah. Like, a phone can't hug me. No, it's, it's very hard to have that kind of intimacy, really, isn't it? Well, at it? least but... a dog... Like, I can get it, because at least it, it, it's going to show you love back and affection. It's going to greet you at the front door. Yeah. And want cuddles, and it's going to go on a walk yeah. with you. Whereas he kind of has, like, a little pocket. Yeah. So that she can see out to the world. And it just seems a bit... I don't know, I find it really hard to kind of think of it as a love story. Because mm. in the back of my head... I it's a modern, very, very technologically advanced modern love story, but... It's there because he's kind of you know like he's he's walking around with like you say and he's kind of like spin me around and kind of so it's almost like you like you would do in book place in a romance movie, movie yeah, yeah but that kind of thing. it's still got that bitter sadness behind it, it for oh. me definitely yeah and I mean obviously like we're on about just a moment ago about like dodgy sex stuff obviously earlier on before the film gets going he's obviously he's like doing like these nighttime call stuff oh. and it's and it's like he's trying to find intimacy there but then she's like this other person online's like oh, choking a dead cat and like that's just a turn off isn't it really yeah. come on like i don't like any the thought of being choked really that is a complete but... turn off for me i i don't like that because it feels like you're gonna murder me um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like why the hell would you want that i just and also the thought of those lines even be the thing yeah, I know. It's I could very... not feel comfortable at all, like unless I know somebody. I just get so embarrassed. I know, yeah. That's... Like I even cringed at the kind of sex chatting with the with Samantha. Yeah, although to be fair, I'm kind of glad it did it with just like a black screen and it's like almost like leave it to your imagination type of thing. 
because in any other scenario mm. that might be too OTT, like, I don't know, Alice going super, like, jerking off while... or, or something, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, it makes it a, a bit a bit better, in a way, more tasteful in a sense, but... I had a to, problem. To... Yeah? She's heavy breathing. She doesn't breathe. She's not a living human being, and he does say this in the end to yeah. her, but it was fine when they were having the sex chat, wasn't it, and she was fake panting. Yeah, That because that's, but otherwise, I don't know, it was like, oh, oh. Oh, that would be like that, wouldn't it? It'd be like there'd be no. It, 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 that would be weird, wouldn't it? If you think about it that way, mm. it'd have to have the the panting. But like you say, yeah, he does mention that later on. So, like, mm. oh, why do you need to breathe? It's like, a bit it's hypocritical, like out of breath. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, initially you were fine with that, like her breathing and trying to be real. Yeah. Now he seems to have a problem with that, and it's like I just don't get it. It's like, make up your mind. Don't be flitting. One minute saying, oh, that's okay, I'm enjoying that, and now being like, oh, you're not real. Well, you know she's not real. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more of a case of convenience for him in a sense that it was at a point at the back end of the films where it's kind of like, oh, where were you type of thing, as if she was like, well, she was essentially like with another person because it turns out she wasn't the actual, the only AI for him, even though she kind of made it sound like he was the only person for him. Also, she's she's very hypocritical because she Samantha obviously knows all his business. He's gone through a divorce as Theodore. He was struggling mm-hmm. to sign the papers, and initially she was a friend, yeah, um, to him like a companion. She'd help him and be yeah. there when he was lonely. And then Amy, um, who is one of his close friends and yeah. lives in the same apartment or yeah, sure. flats or whatever you want to call it, um she kind of then gets a little bit jealous and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Wasn't she talking to like 600 and odd other people, Samantha? As yeah. AI? And she's like, that's, that's just being in relationships, I think. That didn't mean how many of the billion people she was just assisting. Yeah, under that bias, yeah. It's like the thought of being in love with 600 people, oh my goodness, the maintenance <laughs> of that. I don't even think I know 600 people. N- no, I don't. <laughs> Definitely don't, but it, it's 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 kind of easy in the sense of it's because of the fact of it being a computer operated system. It's just a lot easier to to for for that to make sense in a in a world. It's not like it's one one actual person trying to maintain like different profiles and because that mm. that would get messy if you actually like. A catfish who was doing that kind of stuff and trying to keep it on top of over spoke to about this today or that yeah. kind of stuff. It's it's very different, but it obviously comes more to the end. But it kind of like you kind of really feel sad for him because he's trying to connect with something he thinks is real, which isn't obviously, and yet he's still let down in the end, really, because of his lack of human interaction, which is kind of like a m- melancholy way of how this film works out and it's the same with the like the music that it has going on as well mm. it's, it's like kind of tone all the all the way through all the way you feel sorry for him even though he's happy at one point as well um in the relationship mm-hmm. with samantha yeah you still feel that horrible like this isn't gonna go well no. it, yeah in the end you're gonna want more yes it's inevitable really but yeah it really is it's it's really sad uh-huh. But even the fact of, you know, with the interaction that he wants with Samantha, he finds it weird that when she wants to, like, have almost, like, inhabit another vessel to to 
but you obviously have a more of a physical relationship. He's kind of like a bit, this is weird, which I kind of understand because it's like, I don't know this person who's this person involved. This is almost like being a prostitute. Yeah, 100%. Thing, and it's, it's such a strange. It's like, I don't know. I don't really gel with the idea of a three-way or anything like that. I feel like it's one of those things you should be committed and it should be just like a two-way thing. <laughs> I don't care what sex it is. It's fine. But yeah. as long as there's a commitment there that you both are going to be loyal to one another. Yeah, yeah. However... This is like me going, oh, I'm going to be away for six months, Paul, so I'm going to send over a woman yeah. to satisfy <laughs> your yeah. needs. It's like, would you? No, you wouldn't. Not in a, not in a real world situation, but no. There is people out there, isn't there, that you see it on the TV. Swingers they, or... Yeah. yeah. Or they have, like, God knows how many wives. Yeah. And they live under the same house, and I'm like, what? people do it and they're like how like i would be jealous as hell like the thought of you kissing somebody else yeah that would well it'd break my heart and it'd drive me insane how do you feel the same way well no, of course the two yeah it's, it's <laughs> it, it shouldn't be a case of having to flip between many different people you should just really just have the one partner yeah and that'd be that don't be great if you don't want to be with partner anymore just end it there and yeah like i guess i understand this don't don't leave people in the lurch (laughs) i guess which is obviously we're going to get to the more of that kind of stuff in the other two films you're talking about but yes yeah it it kind of works it is like a rom-commy session i'm so sorry (laughs) but we haven't had one in a while and i've thoroughly enjoyed all of these films Mm -hmm. and what i will say for this one Mm -hmm. is you do get to a point of where he's questioning being lonely but is it worth being with samantha mm-hmm. however he's reflecting on his other relationships so like for example with his ex-wife yeah and you know it had that kind of romantic vibe where you've broken up with a partner and you want to show yourself as your best version but like look what you've missed yeah um and he does do that really well until he actually tells his ex-wife that he's fallen in love with a ai operating system mm-hmm. and he just she can't can't yeah. comprehend. Yeah, no. Like I, I, I can feel for her though. If you said that to me, like you you were breaking up with me, you were no longer with me, but you'd fall in love with a computer, like I yeah. would feel absolutely crap. Like I prefer you to say you were gay. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it she says like um what is it you can't handle real emotions because mm. of the fact that he's he's dating a computer. She finds it hard to grasp the situation just like he's finding it hard to grasp relationships with real people he kind of feels hollow and he's got to fill the void somehow and he can't seem to connect with any real people so this is why he has to do what he does but so oh sorry thinks but i just yeah. don't think he lets people in yeah. Yeah. it's part of it really he seems to have, like most people in a world where computers are heavily involved in everybody's lives yeah. and there's a very it's very obvious when the lack of people within shots and scenes and everything or or, or they're either looking at screens like you said before or everything it's kind of just heavily reliant on that and also the fact that earlier when he was with a on a date with somebody he'd been set up that with, one was so strange because it was like oh we're having a great time and everything and then it's all like age is a factor to be in a serious relationship with with that and it's like it's almost like you don't you got to be serious on this or you're wasting my time which i get because you know if the clock's ticking and you're 
in your 40s or whatever and you're just like, I haven't settled down or anything, you kind of don't want waste, if you are serious about having a family or whatever, you don't mean wasting time and stuff. You know, time is precious, of course, but it's she flits in such a, like a twisted turn of the knife type of way. It's like, you're creepy. Just for the fact it's like, almost like, because you're turning her down or whatever, and it's like, what, what the hell? You just said we were having a nice time, and now suddenly... I kind of get where she's coming from, though, because she wants to know where it's going to go. Like, she just doesn't want a one-night stand, which fair play to her. Yeah. Like, she's done that plenty, plenty of times. times, yeah. And she just wants to know, basically, I think, if there's a second date on the cards, is he going to see her again? Yeah. Or is this it? Is it going to just be a hook-up? And I think he just basically wants a good night, and then not having to see her again and no. he's not very but good with commitment this, but this is the thing you don't know nothing is certain with relationships really until you put the time and effort in to know that person this 100% is the thing. but you would know if you wanted to see him again or not after yeah a yeah of course date. but then after three three or four dates you might be like no nah, no nah, maybe not find someone else now but you don't know do you it's, this no. is the thing it's just how relationships are but... I'm so glad that we found one another because yeah. the whole dating thing just seems I can't say I could do anymore this is so hard That's work, right. does yeah. it? I know that sounds really sad. It's <laughs> just, you've got all these other apps now. We we met on Plenty of Fish. Mm-hmm. And now there's everything going on. Tinder and other I hate ones. Tinder. I hate the thought of it. It's just so shallow. I'm sorry. You're just going on a picture and a little bit of bump of information. Like... No, I know. It's, it's just crap. Yeah. Um. So, with but... this, I think Theo plays a brilliant part. Mm-hmm. He does have a little bit the same acting style as the Joker. He's a good actor. He's definitely one of the top tier. In it's terms raw, of... isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And to say, really, he's not acting with anyone. So I do wonder if Scarlett Johansson is behind the camera doing her lines or if she just decided to do him in a studio without him. I feel yeah. like there's some form of chemistry within that relationship. Mm-hmm. I'd hope she was on set and she was present and nearby, really. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a situation where, like they do recording for anime where, or any animation type of thing, where they just come in to do the lines, read off a script, look at a screen or whatever for her part, I don't know. Mm. I know what you're meaning. I hope that they were together just for that connection, because they do seem to have a good rapport back and forth, and I think it would help um, Theodore, the main actor's role. Give that strength Yeah. It, yeah. Especially because he really is acting on his own. Okay, he's got a couple of... Obviously, we, we haven't even mentioned we've got Chris Pratt in this. You're very bit part. And obviously, I think it's more like early Park and Rex days, I think, because he was yeah. not as toned. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was still lovable. And he was called Paul as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got, obviously, the couple in the apartment and people that he works with. Yeah. But apart from that, and his ex-wife, Yeah. you don't, you don't have much else connection. The main dialogue is himself with... Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Exactly. I do feel like the way it ends is really, really sad. Yeah. I, it's sort of like he does have that connection in the end with obviously it kind of touched on the fact that they kind of like dated for like a mo- moment or whatever, like people say. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like maybe his realisation that, yeah, maybe should be with this person instead. But and it kind of nice, ends on a nice... You know, but it's kind of like that the whole thing of all the AIs kind of like abandon them type of thing. It's like well, they're almost like left to their own devices. I in just a feel sense. like that's like, like a relationship where somebody just ghosts you. Yeah. 
they don't Literally. talk to you anymore and that's it. And yeah. it's like, well, I'd like to have known what I did, I did wrong. And they say it's because obviously it's developed and it, it has, the time has come for him to leave. Yeah. And it's like, well, what sort of excuse is that? <laughs> Unless you're going to improve him and upgrade him. Yeah, they've evolved so much maybe that they're kind of just like, oh, we're no longer here, part of this earth. We need to, you know, go to our own planet or something or whatever. <laughs> it's kind of... But I do get a little bit of Ruby Sparks vibes mm-hmm. and um, Mannequin. Yeah. That we watched yeah. previously with this film. Or um, was it Lars and the Real Girl with um, Ryan Gosling? That was like a similar thing with a doll that he kind of like dressed up and... I yeah. feel like that one's a better connection because I feel yeah. like Ruby Sparks and Mannequin, it does, it's light-hearted. Whereas I feel like the one with um, Ryan Gosling, it, you do feel that awkward yeah. feel that you get in her. Yeah. And it does make you feel a bit uncomfortable at times. For mm-hmm. me personally, I, I did feel that way. Right. Okay. It wasn't like a lovely romance that you're watching on TV, which we'll go to soon. Mm-hmm. It was one of those romances where you're like, you already see it's a train wreck ready to happen. You know, when your friend goes, oh, I'm dating so-and-so, and you're like, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah. yeah. Like Taylor Swift, it's never, ever, ever going to happen or get back together. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know what you mean. It's celebrity marriages, they never last, do they? <laughs> um, okay, I think uh, there's there's a lot to unpack with this first watch anyway, and but it's definitely something I would definitely come back to and watch again. Um, but I'll go to scoring for this one now. I mean, for me, it's pretty high. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yours is gonna. This is gonna be like the peak for you, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna go mm, mm-hmm. where I might be the opposite. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Is it? Do I hazard you, a guess? Are you going first? Yeah, because technically these are mine, so I normally okay. have to go first. So I feel like it should be you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like you're going to say a nine. Uh, yeah, I think it it might very well be a nine for, <laughs> That's so for that. This. Yeah, I do like despite the the some of the awkward thing, although they were quite funny, the humorous like <laughs> mentioned before about the choking a cat on the sex scene, and this and that little um, AI character was like. Fuck you! Oh, that was <laughs> that, funny. That actually. was funny on the thing, and I imagine I imagine game technology was like that. Actually, like so <laughs> virtual in the thing, not so much a little <laughs> thing going fuck you or whatever. But that'd be so hilarious because if that was you, and that was like you, you'd be effing and jeffing at the computer yeah. or the AI, and if it swore back at you, I would be like in fits of tears. It'd be hilarious, yeah. I feel uh, like you'd have a mass argument with it. You'd just, like, rip into it. Because the funny cause... thing is, you never like that with a human. You don't like confrontation. Oh, no. You're so lovely. But... Yes, when they can't talk back to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be funny if it could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do like the whole... I do like this whole melancholy vibe anyway. That's kind of one of the things I like about some certain films when they have that kind of, like, certain tone to them. It just did have like an indie-ish vibe, but more like on a slightly higher caliber of that. So there's a lot more production to it, and I felt there was a lot of things that I can relate to with the whole thing. You know, like having relationships with phones, mm-hmm. you know, prior to you kind of thing. There's been situations where like that, and there's really gone anywhere type of thing. It's like you felt kind of low, lonely for, for that factor. So it's. It kind of spoke to me in a, in a sort of way, but I'm obviously very happy that I've got you now an actual <laughs> real 
<laughs> oh, thanks. They even found found the one. So. Oh, okay. You, you very well played there. You did very well. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. applaud you for that. So nine. Yeah. Mine's not so high. Okay. I'm sorry. I no, did enjoy it. Yeah. But it did make me where you like the melancholy. It makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like happy clappy. I do. Yeah. I like a good ending, and it's commendable. It's new. It's edgy. It's completely different to what I'm normally would find a rom com to be. Yeah. Which was enjoyable, like for the first watch. Yeah. I think the second time coming around, I feel like certain things would make me feel in a cringe, knowing they were coming up if I was going to okay. watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you saying about the strangling the cat. That would probably cringe me out, I guess. Um, okay. Also, the sex scene, maybe I'm still shy about that. <laughs> Even though I've got, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that kind of, just the thought of it being with an object, basically. Like, not mm. a real person. That seems a bit weird to me. It wasn't really an object, though, was it? It was just more like, essentially, like, with a... a thinking of it in your mind, like, a memory type of thing. it could be, like, on the phone, phone like... Or you like do... that, yeah. Because that's essentially what it was. It was just but a lot not more. Real. That's the th- I think yeah. that's the element where yeah. it creeps me out. I guess because she's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, but acting wise, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson, her voice. She, she don't even have to be on screen, and she makes a presence. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. And is a brilliant actress in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me that gives it a perk. Obviously. Yes, we would all love an AI or any technology to have her voice and be as advanced as yeah. she yeah. is. Yeah. So I think my score, you're going to hate me. I think I'm going middle for diddle and I've been doing this for a lot. Is this middle that isn't actually the middle? Well, for me, it is because I don't feel like I score anything like a two apart from Bora. Yeah. So like my middle range would be like five is like a really, really bad low. Okay, yeah, got you. So going up to 10 in yeah. the middle, I'm thinking uh, okay. that's like 7.5. Okay. I feel. Yeah. Not saying it's rubbish and it's not. It's just at the moment me looking at other films that we've got. Yeah, yeah. And being savvy with the way I'm scoring. Okay, fair enough. So 7.5. 7.5. Yeah. Before we get into the next film then, just a quick question. Obviously I said if I wish I'd Scarlett Johansson was the voice of the AI on our device, Would what if you had a male voice that... Got any actor male voice to sorted? I already got it. You go on. Who do you think? Come on, read my mind. Do you know? Um, is an actor or a musician? It's an actor. Okay. Channeling it to you. Um, well, I, I don't know. Actually, I've got loads of different things, but I can't think of anyone who like a specific voice that would be like, oh yeah, I'd listen to him more. You will. You'll agree oh, okay, with me. Ryan Reynolds. Oh right. Okay. I did. I thought, but I wasn't entirely sure. He would just make me laugh and he would be brilliant. And I think if it was a swapping it around, yeah, and let's say it was a female falling in love, that I could understand Ryan Reynolds' voice, right? Okay, like falling in love with that voice, okay, just yeah, it, it's not even Ed Sheeran's voice. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that would work. I think Emma Stone's would. Oh, yeah, that'd be that. Oh, that'd be a tough, a tough call, really, for me, I think. <laughs> Yeah. What? So you mean Emma Stone or Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She'd have the wit, would Emma Stone? Yeah, she would. Yeah, she probably. 
because again you got like Ryan Reynolds wit. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I'm sure Scarlett Hens is witty enough, but I don't think she is because Ryan Reynolds didn't want her. Yeah. So she can't be funny. <laughs> because that's the whole reason why he's with Blake Lively. Yeah. yeah. So obviously mm. clearly Scarlett had something Scarlett didn't have that. Not just Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. She, she shade her or anything, but yeah. Well come on, who's prettier? I would say Scarlett Johansson's got a prettier face than Blake Lively. She's got a little bit... She's pretty. And now you'd got, say they can piss out of... She's got... Blake. She's not as... I don't know. I don't know she's got a goofiness about her, but I love her for it. Yeah, okay. So, now to the next film, the one that I haven't seen. Woo! Now, I wish we could just do Paul hasn't seen for three of them. <laughs> like, I want a Top Gun. I want this one. And I wanted um, Father of the Bride, which at some point we'll come, we'll come to. I still haven't seen that, so... No, no. I know, you haven't seen Doc, Top Gun either. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Got so you, yeah. I would want to do, like, just a birthday marathon of films Paul hasn't seen. <laughs> you know, just like, I feel like that would be good. Maybe next time then, yeah. <laughs> yes. Break the cycle. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, just with the birthday stuff, I thought it would make it a bit more fair if it was doing... Yeah, that way a, a bit slog, of a mix of, of things for you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so my first experience of seeing this film with the Julia Roberts film. Woo! I love a good Julia Roberts film. So this was nineteen ninety seven, and Pretty Woman was nineteen ninety. Really? So, so this is a lot long after the fact of that. Yeah. yeah. I noted down prior to this recording of like what I rated other rom-com things because I feel like it's going to be hard for me to maybe like put a gauge on like what how I should score things okay. with this so but um so I've noted down just so you know Pretty Woman that's all I'll say for now is a seven okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. and that was I gotta say right about I kind of on reflection I think I, I would rather see Pretty Woman than I would see this Is that because it's got prostitutes in it or it's more No, I think it's just <laughs> a lot more entertaining. I do quite like Richard Gere anyway. Okay. Yeah, you don't know any. You don't know the main man really. I don't feel I, like he's he, well known. He probably is, but he and to be fair, all three of the lead characters aren't, I don't really particularly gel with as such because they've all got these sort of like all motives it seems and it's like you kind of flit in between like oh your feelings of like oh one minute I'm or certainly him he's like I'm marrying this person but then I've still got your friend who's coming to see me but I need you here but I'm kind of like almost like flirting with her yeah. you know in in ways and such and this it's like this I isn't fair I feel like you can't have friends with girls that are like close close close, 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 close by friends. like I know people can do it but Especially if, a relationship yeah, prior. Yeah. I feel like it that doesn't work. Yeah, after the fact, yeah. It's fair enough if you've never had yeah. a relation an intimate relationship or anything like that before mm. then, then yeah, sure, there's nothing to to but go off of there. But I know I've I've kind of, this I think this film for me really, really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna laugh. It was when I was in school. I had a boyfriend and he would always dump me for something better. Yeah. And then he'd come back and then he'd dump me again and it was like the Taylor Swift song all over again. Um, right. 
and it would be that then we would be in this weird friend zone mm -hmm. where he would then tell me about his relationships. And I do think I was a little bit of a Julia Roberts. Right. I would, so I think, not in a mean way, I'd just go, oh, she likes that. Well, that, that's not something you really like. And kind of try and manipulate yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Because not that I didn't want him to be happy. I just, I... I got jealous with him seeing him with somebody else. Yeah, which is what kind of what she's Julie Roberts is doing in this. Yeah, and but, he but, always had girlfriends. Like yeah. literally, I couldn't even get a George to rub him in his okay. face. Yeah, yeah. Like it took forever for that to even happen. So I feel like this is why I do love this film so much because I do get it. I don't know if you've ever been on an on and off relationship and then no. been friends after the fact. No, I've got to say, for past relationships, it's never. I've never really had that connection after the fact of being friends with them or anything like that. After that, it's once that's done, it's done. I haven't spoken to them, seen them really ever like, again I after think that. That's the way it should it's, be, yeah. like it's strange because I know me and you. If we ever touch wood, we'll never break up. Yeah. Um, I would want to be your friend because you've been such a big part of my life. Yeah. But I don't feel like you can move forward. In another relationship, when you've got that still lingering, yeah. For for her as well, it's kind of like the whole crux of this is like she's loved him for nine years, was it or something? Mm. And then she suddenly finds out that he's getting married in four days and everything, and it's like, oh, right, I've got to sabotage this and make it, you know, like this crazy plan of oh, I'm gonna make him fall in love with me. The thing and is, he probably was in love with her for nine years and they just missed on the chance. Because she didn't really say anything because she was not in that frame of mind to be in that relationship or whatever. I think it's other like, things come up. Life comes by and jobs, you know, yeah, you're yeah. all kind of yeah. busy with it's that. It's kind of like you don't know what you've got till it's gone type of thing. That's kind yeah. of what it, it really is. But it's, I just, it's really hard to sympathise with her, especially because of what she's trying to do to jeopardise everything. It it's, is morally wrong, certain like, things I, she I, does. I, it's so bitchy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not... Uh, the whole thing isn't done in, like... It wasn't, like, too much of a... Oh, this is super cringy way of doing it, though. I've got to say that. Because if it was done in a modern 2000s oh, way, it definitely. would be super ridiculous, over-the-top It way. would be, and I think this is... I've kind of said this to you. When I used to like rom-coms, there was a certain niche where it was a good the dialogue. The 90s had it down pat, really. Yeah, it I was think. brilliant. And Julia Roberts... <laughs> <laughs> and Julia Roberts is a really brilliant actress. You have Cameron Diaz, an early kind of young Cameron Diaz. Um, and then you've got some random guy played Michael, who <laughs> I don't know, I haven't seen him in anything else. Probably yeah. is in something, yeah. But I not that I'm aware of, no. and no, it's not like one of those things where you're really rooting for anybody. Like I was trying to ask you halfway through, like who do you think he's going to pick? Mm. Like is he going to pick um, Kimmy or is he going to pick Jules? Which I think is a really lazy name <laughs> for Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind probably of call her Jules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you said that, and it's like, I've to be honest, I'm I don't really know how it's going to play out in the end of this, because I the main reason because I heard of 
like way back in the thing, but I think I kind of misconstrued the information a little bit. Way back in film studies in school, we talked briefly talked about this as part of so a it thing. must be a good film if you've done it in film well study. no we didn't we didn't watch the film but no. we just talked about um i think it's like how censors and um critics and the, the public can change things because yeah. of the fact that what i th- initially thought and must have thought from way back when was that kimmy didn't end up marrying michael and you know jules won the whole thing and she you know, went off in the sunset whatever that's why I thought it was actually, but it turns out it wasn't the case at all. And when I looked up, because I wasn't entirely sure, and it was actually, in fact, in test screens, it was Jules' character at the end meets a new person instead of, and you know, like how it ends with George being there, her like yes. gay best friend to kind of like you know, really alleviate the, the pain the pain of everything. Because they, they wanted it to be a way that, kind of like so somewhat redeemable for her even though she's done all this bad stuff not like a sad note though because that would be that would be an uproar of, of that it's like for the audience to be like mm-hmm. oh she's so oh, sad julie roberts is sad type of thing she can't be that so it needs to sort of like a happy uplifting way to end end the film mm. but it's i don't feel like it's it's still very hard to to feel any sympathy for her really in terms of everything that she's done really it's just not doesn't seem right the, the lengths she goes to to just to, to do this. your morals paul isn't it she didn't lie it shouldn't be deceitful but the heart wants what the heart wants and sometimes i know but you shouldn't have make to make you do stupid things and i know for a fact i've slagged so many girls off mm. trying to make relationship for somebody else not work clearly because you want that person mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, even if you've wanted somebody and they're kind of looking at somebody else mm. and kind of bad-mouthed them a little bit. Like, mm. I think it's just only human that people do do that. Maybe I'm just trying to justify what I did when I was <laughs> to and throwing. I don't know. I, it does make you think that sometimes you can go to the end of the earth to if you want something so badly. It's... And it might not be the right way of going about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm happy with him going back to Cameron Diaz. That's what I mean. It's like you clearly want her, but because you, I mean, you, well, she kissed kissed him, and like it's the force and kind of thing. But he's there was clearly something there. Cause he's like, oh, did the push her away? Like, did he? No, he didn't go. No, like, oh, get off me or anything. So it's like kind of if like, somebody came to kiss me and I'm in love with you, then it would be like, a, what the hell are you doing? It, it wouldn't even get near my mouth. Yeah. And <laughs> so I feel like he didn't really put up much of a fight. So. For me, Michael is the worst character in all of this because he's yeah. leading Jules on, and he's... he's he's kind of like doing it, living a lie almost with the whole yeah. thing. I know it's like a, it's definitely a thing. I'm in my head, it'd be like, well, I've paid for all this stuff. I mean, and all the stuff that <laughs> in in like the expense and extravagance. He's paid for it. Don't worry, it's all I'm daddy. I'm worried about him, but you know what I mean. Like if because. For the sense of like I'm paying for the wedding out of my pocket or whatever, and it's like well, all that money and then and now it's not going ahead for just because oh I'm second thoughts about doing something. You better that's not have else. second thoughts when we that's go not, down the aisle. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. So it's it's kind of like a, oh I just all the money got to sunk into something that's not even going to come to fruition type mm. of thing. It's just 
that is but I think about these things in my head and well, but, to say that it's a four-day wedding, what is even I one know, of those? It's ridiculous. These Americans and the extravagant. Like what the Brits selves. don't even do, like unless you're really, really suave. Dress dinner rehearsal, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we just wing what, it. Yeah. It's like, Why oh. do you need to do that? It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a so day. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it is just one day out of three hundred and sixty odd days yeah. in a year. Yeah. And then there's some people who just go to Vegas and do it a quick. Yeah. Elvis do it or whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um one of the th- the one of the best characters in it is George. Though. Oh, I'm if so they, glad you agree. <laughs> he's kind of like the level headed conscience for Jules really, kind of like she's you know, he's on the end of the phone really to just have a chat about the situation he's kind of like normal brings it back to normality almost or even though he does kind of like well, you maybe should try and just do this instead, but he kind of like plays a bit of a part in it. But he he's he's just he's probably the most enjoyable character in it. Really, he's my favorite character yeah. out of them all. Yeah. and I love it when Jules lies and says they're engaged. Yeah. how much he puts it on. Um, yeah, like yeah, he's literally making her run through the rings for her decision. <laughs> like he's so plain on it, and you can tell she feels uncomfortable and is winding her up. But it works because Michael does get jealous. Yeah. It's like, why are you jealous when you're in love with somebody else? You shouldn't have that. No, exactly. So clearly, he's my pet peeve, is Michael. Yeah. I feel like he should end up with neither. No, I think in an ideal world, that's how I'd want the the film to end. I feel like it's more justified. But again, that probably wouldn't have gone down well with everybody. No, because it wouldn't be a rom-com then, would it? I do think Kimmy deserves better, actually, because... She actually is coming from a heart of love. Yeah, okay. She's that well, typical annoying character who daddy has everything. Yeah. He's wealthy and rich. Mm-hmm. But she actually generally does love Michael. Yeah, despite she early on in the film, you kind of she reels off a list of things that annoys that annoys her about him. Like he likes action movies. I don't know why that's a problem. It is. Uh, um, <laughs> wears Reeboks to dinner or things like that, or slips soup through two front teeth or something weird okay those things that you do but, like picking your but beard. it's but it's just like but he's a good kisser so that makes it okay it's like okay yeah. is that really a justification to look it past might help a, yeah like if you kiss me with like a he murders he murders kill kids you know <laughs> i think that's cereal, a bit excessive rapist, but he's, he's a good kisser he's all right <laughs> I feel like there is things um, that I must do, habits that I have that must most certainly annoy you. You live with me 24-7. Well, the, the tiny little thing, but it's I joke about it with you, is the your hiccup thing that you have going on sometimes. And it's like, oh, what is that noise? <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. That really threw me off. Uh, there's not many of the things but I know there's probably things same with me that you get annoyed yes. with. Yeah. yeah. Just like all your hairs. <laughs> Can't help <laughs> being hairy. Can I? It's just so annoying. Mm. Especially when you have to clean the bathroom. Um but it's one of those where we love one another. We have those bad traits. Mm-hmm. But, but we look past yeah, you do, because yeah. it's, it's love. And yeah. I think that's kind of what Kimmy was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But I kind of see myself in Kimmy too. Mm. So I would do anything for you. 
as you can tell, I'm on this podcast. <laughs> um, I love Pokemon because of you. It's that's what you do in a relationship. You you give yourself completely, and you will kind of enjoy each other's interests. Mm-hmm. And that's why you really like now my best friend's wedding, don't you? <laughs> I wish you could say I do. There's there's other things that um that kind of remember it was kind of like, was like the 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 fact of when where the the part where George is in the regaling the story of I love how they met bit. and stuff, and then he starts singing that Are- the Aretha Franklin song. Say a little prayer for you. Yeah. <laughs> then the entire restaurant starts joining. It's like, oh, I'll play the piano, and it's like <laughs> this is like oh, it's just so that's so cringe in a way. Did it's you like, know that's what we're gonna do next time both families sit together. We can go to a restaurant and just sing. And the fact Michael's there, just their stone face. I feel like that was me, and everyone else is like sing along and clapping, and he's like <laughs> bewilderment. It's like, yeah, I know what I'm feeling, bro. But to be fair, sometimes though, Paul, your face can be motionless. Like it doesn't seem to be like I'm like, how are you feeling? Like I know mm-hmm. my face is very expressive, yeah. and I think that comes across in my voice mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can just have that face of. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody there? No, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I do think George is brilliant. I do th- I even think even though Cameron Diaz is character, she is she can be annoying and irritating and super perfect and no one can be that perfect. Yeah. But I love that karaoke scene. Well yeah, that that was more believable because of the fact of except for the fact of why did she not get to pick the song? Like why are you just passing the thing? Here's it and start singing this and what what if you don't know the words? That that's Well that's super... why it's on the screen, isn't it? No, but he, he like I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of an example of a song I might not really know the words to, and it's like, well, I don't know the tune. Like, how are you supposed to sing along to it if you don't know? You've never heard the song before, or don't know it very well. True. It's not very fair. I feel that's just a thing. It's more like uh, I've picked out one of your favorite songs or something, then be like, okay, but I don't want to sing it. It's like, oh, tough. You singing it now? That would be fine. That's the only thing with that. But I, I kind of get the whole joke of, oh, she's a terrible singer, and then everyone in the but we all had that because we you know, like with someone you know everyone's a bit merry and everything. It's like yeah, dragging them on like. And they love this an is... underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does. that's fine. I, I can I, I can live with that. And I I like it because it shows that she's not perfect. Yeah. Because she cannot sing. Yeah. But she's still giving it a go because she knows it means a lot to so, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, giving it a roll. Yeah. I just don't know what to do with myself, which yeah. is such a good song because she really doesn't know <laughs> what to do with herself in that no. situation. She's. Kind of really, this. I think it would be me. Vulnerable, yeah. I I can sing in the car and I'm fine. <laughs> but everybody watching me sing something, I've never done karaoke in my entire life and it's not something mm. I really want to do. I don't mind that. I don't mind making a fool of myself, especially if I had a drink. You, you're really good but, at it, though. Yeah. And it comes across really well, whereas I think I would be a Cameron Diaz. I would get a shaky voice. Yeah, yeah. And get nervous. <laughs> And I think she does pull it off in the end and she does a little bit of a boogie as well. Mm-hmm. I like That's like one of my favourite scenes in this. Mm-hmm. The other one, the, the, the comparison, the, the other one that's good is like a comparison with um, what she, she's describing how Michael orders like a creme brulee. I think this is at the point where obviously back in where it's like trying to make it so that Kimmy's the creme brulee in the situation that she's describing, but then Michael wants Jello, 
Who would want Jello? Is that like jelly? Is that like yeah, it's American Jello? Yeah, yeah. But if I was talking about a French restaurant, why would they just have Jello in a thing? There must be some other French dessert that they could have. She could have said. Yeah, like trying to think. I don't know. Like even a brownie. Even, just, even ice cream would have just been plain simple. Yeah. Sometimes ice cream is good though. At least Jello is like crap. Like, not many people would say, oh, my favourite dessert is jelly. Mm. Unless you're, like, two years old. <laughs> jelly and ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even like jelly because it's, like, it's weird. Like, do I chew it? Do I suck it? Do, do I drink it? No, you don't drink it. Like, it's just, what is it? It's just, like, water. Slimy. It's weird. And that's kind of a really good analogy because she is being a slimy sleazeball. Yeah, exactly. And she crime realised, like, one of the almost a pinnacle of perfect class yeah classy desserts yeah. really like creme brulee and i feel like she has got a kind of posh outer core but you crack it in the middle and she's soft, kimmy's soft. got that soft gooeyness to her yep so it works good analogy thanks <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm happy to go to um well happy to go to scoring but i don't know how you're gonna feel Really on on it, but if you unless just remember it is my birthday, yeah, yeah, and I can cry if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> unless you got anything else you want to add in. So I just want to know what you think of the end kind of scene, where it's the whole kind of. I feel like you should have that music where it's like the running away. So obviously, Jules has just kissed Michael. Mm-hmm. Then Kimmy notices. Oh right, yeah, no, not not the very end because obviously no, we talked about no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. So. That kind of scene then when Michael runs after Kimmy. Yeah. It's like, if you were Jules, wouldn't you think... Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't get in the bread van and drive after him, would you? Like, I don't know why she thinks... Like, that for me is like a huge sign game over. He's picked Kimmy. Yeah. It's... But she's it's just so... adamant. She's so persistent and precise with it. Like, this is like, this is happening. We're meant to be together. We've been in love for nine years. It's like, well, you've wasted those nine years, love. Kimmy, she, I feel like it is a little bit of a, does he actually generally love her, does Michael? Because she just gives and gives and kind of loves him. She almost like bends to him, like almost mm. like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that type of thing when there's been other confrontations soon earlier in the film. It's like, are you just doing it to please him, whatever? It's like, oh, no, please don't leave me. It comes across almost very desperate. Mm-hmm. It does. In- in a way, and it's not a good look for anybody. And that's not great for a relationship no, either. No, not no. the basis of it, no. So, yeah, no, I'm not... It's one of those things like, yeah, it's obviously for a dramatic effect. Let's have a whole chase down the streets of wherever and turn and do the thing. Now, obviously, she's kind of... George, again, being the voice of reason on the other end of the phone, is like, well, who's chasing you type yes. of thing? It's like, because... He's not coming to go, he's not turning 360 <laughs> degrees and coming back to you now. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to catch up with Kimmy, so I'll just go back to you now. No. It's, it's clearly, this is it. That's, that's your answer. Let's leave it. But no, she carries on. And, yeah. I do think in the end, though, Jules's character does turn a little bit of a leaf. And you kind of, you don't think that everything she's done is acceptable. But it goes on a well kind of like, okay, she's made it up. They did get married in the end. But I would not want that wedding day hell prior to getting married. Like, I wouldn't want to think that that's what had happened on my wedding day. No. 
not a happy memory, is it? No. <laughs> Remember that time we almost didn't get married because... <laughs> you wouldn't want yeah. that. But it makes for a good movie and it's something I've watched time and time again. Mm-hmm. It's been a family kind of stakeholder. We used to watch tons of films with um, Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. even though you don't like her. It's, it's not as bad as I was making out to be, I suppose, in terms of... I can see where maybe there's just a, a stigma with the oh she's got a big mouth or something that was really. The she, I think she's generally beautiful. Like, oh. I, I think it's the hair. Red hair. Yeah. Red frizzy hair. It's gorgeous. I would. I always wanted her hair. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so kind of warm into her a little bit, I suppose. But. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad that makes me really happy, <laughs> even though. So. Your score's not gonna. <laughs> so there's a takeaway on that, really. I suppose. <sighs> I suppose. Um. Is I'm gonna. I can't look at you. Okay, don't think. Don't worry. It's not as bad as you might think. Really, it's not. I can't put it really high as as a pretty woman. So. Okay, fair enough. I agree okay. with that. Yeah, so I'll kind of just go through. Oh, I don't know. Do you want me to go through like other things like rom coms that are like similarly? Mhm. Think does that make it easier? Yeah. For you, really, in my scoring of stuff. So, um, past things of. Rom com y type of related thing. So we've got it's a dirty dancing. Six point six point five. Okay. Well I feel like it's a bit better than dirty dancing. <laughs> what if that Daniel Radcliffe one? That's alright, that was. Six point five. Okay, there's a theme here. Bridesmaids, six point five. Okay. Um She didn't shit in the middle of the street, <laughs> so I feel like she should get a bit more of a point than that. <laughs> um Gangster Squad. Oh, that's completely thing, but I think on the basis of something else that's kind of like a well, we kind of liked but didn't kind of thing. So that was six point five. Even though that was like the second film we watched. Well, that was the first one film we watched in the cinema. Yeah. Um. Okay. You you've got mail was also a seven. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I do like Tom Hanks. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it depends yeah. on what yeah. main lead yeah. is. But um, by a fair comparison of of sorts, um, last other one in the film. We watched it last year with you. Uh, Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn story, mm. whatever. Yeah. Six. That was just a straight six. Okay. So I feel like I'll be a bit generous and go 6.5. I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because based on all those other scores of other things I've done, it's like they had things that were kind of okay in, in how they were portrayed and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's for for this, like I say, it's like a, a higher caliber of like a rom com. It's not too silly, not too stupid. Mm-hmm. But even though the characters did annoy, that's what it's like being generous with the point five there, really, because I could put the six. But how nice! I think you. it's got an actual structure to 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 how it plays out. Even though it's like you really detest everybody, the main three really in their own ways. It's not, they're not super annoying, really. No. You're kind of just like, oh, just stop it. Kind of yeah. like, but not like to a, a point, it's like, I just cannot take your screen presence here. It's it's kind of just... You don't have any lovable characters. Yeah. Apart from George. Yeah. And he's not on screen that much. No. To be fair. And he's which, the best character. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Which I agree. I yeah. completely agree. Mine is going to be higher. Okay. I am glad that you, I agree, Pretty Woman is... Up yeah. there compared to, yeah, to yeah, definitely. My best friend's wedding. 
Um, do you get me excited for our wedding? I just hope there's not as much drama. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope so, yeah. I hope so, too. Just let's just both make a pact that we'll meet and we'll be there on yeah, time yeah, and it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. I do think it's light-hearted romance. It's got its, oh, who will he be with? And first watching it, you've got that uncertainty of not knowing. Obviously, Certainly for me, yeah, yeah, on my part, yeah, because of my misconstrued information on how it was really going to end. But Exactly, think, yeah. so that would have been a nice surprise. A twist, yeah, in a twist. sense, yeah. Yeah, so and in was... the first watch, you know where it's gonna. You don't know where it's gonna go, mm-hmm. and that is brilliant with the way that it's filming. Because normally for a rom com, it's fairly predictable. Yeah, so I'll give that's what I mean. I'll give it that edge to it because otherwise it's like yeah, yeah, we know who's gonna what's gonna happen because mm. most things are, isn't it? It's like oh, I'm with someone else. And I think like... the first time I thought he was gonna go for Jules, I really yeah. did. Mm. That's where because that that connection that they had, like and reminiscing yeah. and everything yeah. like that. It felt like Kimmy was out of it a little bit. Yeah, because so many films of this genre do that, really. Well, don't. straight away, I, it jumps to me, Maid of Honor. I don't know if you've yes. seen that. Yeah, I think I've, I have seen that one, actually. I think. <laughs> uh, because that one I, I relate yeah. to as well. Yeah, yeah. I, it's the same scenario with my ex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's similar. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they get together in the end. Yeah. So, so it's a bit more predictable, yeah. Yeah, it is. For me, Julia Roberts is always a brilliant actress. She she's in Notting Hill as well. She just does mm-hmm. some knockout performances. I've yeah. never. She's also in um, what's it called now? Mum would know what it was called. Um, so she's in Notting Hill. She's yeah. in so many others, and she never does a bad performance. Yeah. So for me, I think it is going to be an eight, and I think that's just nostalgia as well. Yeah, that's fair. I've grown enough. up with yeah. it. However. The next film, mm-hmm. I feel like we've saved the best till last. You think? Yeah. Okay. Paul's like, no, we haven't. We did that first <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, for me, it was the best one. Give over! <laughs> <laughs> I will say there's a, a bit more fondness for this one thing than, obviously, this was my impression when it's the first time watched, really. This is not a big connection where I've seen this a fair few times and it's it's... Out of the three we've watched, it's definitely the most basic and straightforward, really, in terms yeah. of a, a storyline, really. Definitely it's a rom-com just... special. So, yeah. I also think it's the first Christmas film, really, technically. It gives me that Christmassy feeling vibes. And I had my first mince pie the other day. No, I, I love can't... it when it comes to my birthday, because mince pies are out. Like, what more does it go to want? I don't know. It's my birthday every day? Christmas every day? I don't know. No. Yeah, I think even you get sick of that. Do you think? Yeah. I won't uh, get turkey sick of you again. having to watch... Oh, no, I love turkey. I won't get sick you of say you that, watching all of the, my films, though, every week. Yeah. I understand why you love this podcast so much. <laughs> yeah, but at least mine are generally a bit more diverse in terms of genres and stuff. Oh, that's a bit of a dig, isn't it? <clears throat> Sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Your films are crap. <laughs> No, but you kind of know what I mean, right? No, don't okay. Of course I know what you mean. <laughs> so the film that we're watching after all of this... Yeah, go on. Is serendipity. Yeah. Now, don't you think that's just a beautiful word in itself? Well, as Kate Beckinsale says, yeah. Yes. And what else has she been in? I don't really know. <laughs> um, She has been in... 
Underworld. This is like a vampire. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> you, you've seen Click, though, haven't you? The Adam Sandler film. Yeah, but that we're saying yes, <laughs> and I can't remember it because it's in the archive where Sophie puts trash. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone who loves Adam Sandler. Don't get me started. I didn't think serendipity no. would bring me there. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a lovely leading man. Mm-hmm. John Cusack. I love him to bits. He's in American Sweethearts. That's the film I wanted to say that's got Julia Roberts in. Okay. Just drive the goddamn car. And um, that's what Tom Cusack or whatever his name is. John Cusack. <laughs> Tom Cusack. <laughs> so, yeah. He, yeah. And... He's a brilliant actor. I feel like you feel him more in this film. Yeah, he's certainly had his his winning streak with these uh, like nineties two thousand films. There's a, mm. a film called Say Anything that's kind of like I'm intrigued to see it. So I still haven't seen that. It's the I don't know if you know that iconic thing where he's like holding he's like his long coat and he's holding a juke boombox boom up to a window or something. I've seen that, but I've not seen it. I've seen it in like movie videos where people yeah, yeah, yeah. recreate that so that's scene. A, that's the thing. That's one of those things I haven't seen the film. I'd but, love to see that. But yeah, so at some point down the line, that's... Write that down. Okay. Mental check. <laughs> Mental, yeah, no, that. But yeah, no, I do kind of like him in this. The, I think the early days when I was kind of like the um, being a hopeless romantic and stuff and kind of like vibing on, the, on this. Are you not a hopeless romantic now? <laughs> <laughs> Early days when you used to like romance. <laughs> As our romance no, died. No. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, that you like couldn't find love type of thing. That's what I mean by that. And they call it puppy love. Yeah. So, so, were you not a hopeless romantic when you met me? Well, I wasn't, wasn't hopeless then, was I? After the fact. It might be the first time you met me. Because you didn't know where we were going to go. Anyway. <laughs> the point being, I kind of like enjoyed it from seeing it the first many times, really, and it's it's kind of like one of these easy ones that's kind of like nice to get into and mm. come back to, and just to I'll admit, it's kind of like is is it a Christmas film? Kind of yes. technically, a little Die tiny Hard little bit. Is a Christmas film? Yeah, but it sets it entirely at Christmas. This doesn't seem but to. It does a full cycle of Christmas. It does a full cycle of the year or many years. Well, actually. many years. Yeah, it doesn't say it's October or August or whenever, does it? No, when but you kind of get later, the vibe but... that it's summer and then it kind of comes back to mm-hmm. being yeah, yeah. Christmas again. So it starts at Christmas at the beginning and ends yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. So to me, yes, Christmas. Film. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. That's mm-hmm. what I think. I love this film so much. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit of a cheating path again. Yeah, similar vibes though. That's, that's the, the thing on what reflection. if moment that you know where you think, oh, what if I'd, I'd not gone out with this person, or what if this had gone well with this relationship? Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that if you carry on down that line, there's then, a million possibilities. Yeah, it's it's dangerous yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It really is. It does make you worry to think that this is like a, somebody's got a what if moment because I feel like if you have, then you should pursue it because otherwise that's always going to be in the back of your head. Mm. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's probably not for the best to, to do. But then that's good because then you know that that, that person you are with, you want to be with mm-hmm. and you've cleared them ghosts in your closet kind of thing. Yeah. Also, I love the thought of 
serendipity or faith. I always think that things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. We met, obviously, for a reason. There's loads of things, like, who would have thought, being on Plenty of Fish, you would have messaged me. Exactly. Oh, that's all the, all the people. Yeah. On there, thing. And it's like, me even knowing about it was a thing, like, you know, overhearing someone else talk about it where I was working at the time. Mm. That kind of thing, and it's like, oh, okay, let's see. Because I'm not having much luck in actually trying to meet people in bars and whatever. It's just do that instead because it's what I've got to lose, really. Exactly. And that I know it was my mum that actually was like, because I kept complaining that yeah. nobody liked me. Yeah. She was like, well, why don't you try online yeah. dating? And yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't really like the thought of that. Yeah. And so my own mother encouraged me. Mm-hmm. So just how your paths can connect. Yeah, Even certain things. With work, I feel like yeah. this is a thing. You might apply for a job, you might not get it. It doesn't mean you failed. It just means it wasn't in your path. Yeah, it wasn't in the it cards. It wasn't yeah. right for you at that point. Yeah. doesn't mean then trying again, it might not be like down the line. I do feel like destiny kind of, as you grow and develop. Yeah, yeah. It goes on. So this is what makes this film special for me. Mm-hmm. Because I love the thought of you meet somebody and if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. Yeah. So like that kind of, right, I'm going to write. I wonder if I'd have done this to you. What would have happened? I'm going to write my number on a $5 bill. Yeah, a £5 note. £5 note. For us in the UK, yeah. And you're going to put, probably it'll be a Pokemon card. You'd, I don't know if you'd want to deface one of those, to be fair. Um, <laughs> really crap one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then sell it in a comic store or something, I don't know. Yeah, or, or a magazine or something, no, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Book. It, because, it, yeah, that's, you're trying to find comparable things. Or a that. game. Yeah, or something, I don't know, yeah. I have to go into every game store now that there's... I don't know which one's harder, actually. I feel like it must be the money one. Yeah, definitely. Because there's only so many copies of whatever book that was... Mm. If it's, she'd written in whatever. Everything. I wonder if, like, in the situation, like, if anyone did that, I'd be like, oh, what's this number? I'll just ring to see what this is. Would you? Somewhat intrigue, I don't know. To, to that situation. It was just, like, an, another bystander, whatever, who'd I picked up. ring. I might text it. Do the cowardly Yeah, but way. back then, that wasn't... No, it wasn't. wasn't super, super, super common to do that, was it? <laughs> Text. Well, going back to... 2001, um, this film, so I don't I don't think technology was that far in... No, I think it, yeah, I'm people... Sure they did have you could text in 2001. Cell, cell phones. Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Maybe not on Julia Roberts' phone in, like, My Best Friend's Wedding. That was, nine, no, 97, no. That was, so. like, archaic, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brick yeah yeah you anyway. had one of those antennae things yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so they were obviously i knew to the, the degree of them the, the the whole thing is like, like you know they go their separate ways and everything and it's like years later on they're in different relationships they're obviously not super happy with who they're really with kind of thing and it's they're not gelled completely are they yeah. well lars is complete Oh, is it? Hippie. Yeah. Yeah, douchey. Really just cares about his music and himself. And I think this shows a relationship takes two people. You can't just be like a Kimmy in My Best Friend's Wedding, just bending over backwards. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to watch some crap to appease your other. (laughs) God, I have done my fair share. (laughs) Yeah, there's some golden nuggets in there, surely, from what you've you've been watching that you wouldn't have sought out from anything. Yeah, and same with you with but, Pretty Woman, right? You love that <laughs> yeah, film now. But I mean, there's there's been times when I've 
like watch things out of curiosity and thinking why did I bother type of thing. It, it's it's the same thing because you don't know until you watch yeah. things sometimes or just like anything I'll go to meet a person on dates whatever you don't know you've got to test the waters you don't know until you find I knew person. you that I liked you you were the only person I met so <laughs> didn't waste my time meeting loads of random people that could kill me and chop me up in the basements that's true like some I wasn't chopped up in the basement anyway but I've still got all my limbs let's <laughs> make it sound like but I know what you, you mean and just kind of just meeting any old person just to because you're desperate <laughs> Paul's just stuck with me because he thinks they, like this is the only person that will like me. <laughs> For a woman shit, yeah. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so sadly, they've moved on. Um, John is getting married as well. Um, and Sarah gets engaged to Lars. And they're kind of trying to move on with their lives, even though they have this burning, like, lingering what-if yeah. moment. So I always think it's one of those things where it's better to do like a job interview that you really think, oh, I won't get it. But it's better to go and do the job interview and not get it than to know, than to be like, oh, I wish I'd have done this. What would have happened? Like, mm-hmm. if I could have taken this course or done whatever. So it's one of those, you've got to scratch that kind of itch. Yeah. And this is where, like, is it a week or so before John's wedding? He's like, I, I think I wrote down, it's your three days to search for this pipe dream. That his friend, um, what's he called? Um, Dean. Dean is yeah. so lovely. He's like out. a Sam um, for me, is right. Dean. Okay. He will take Frodo to, to Mordor. Yeah, I was going to say Mount Doom. I don't know what that is. Well, it's, it's in Mordor, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're close, yeah. <laughs> cool. Right, I'm not completely making crap up. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's what Dean does for John. He is there for him. I did actually say to you, didn't I, do you have a friend that would all go above and beyond for you like that? Or is it just one of those characters that's made up? I think sometimes it, it might be that. Well, there's a lot of, for the sake of maybe a rom-com, that's going to be that, that case really, just to play the part. And the fact that, again, a lot of these coincidences, the signs that the universe is throwing at them is obviously more played on upon really just to drive the story along, isn't it? Really, it's like in a normal situation, I don't think you'd be clutching at straws to find things. Oh, well, that's a wedding dress or thing like the rings or whatever at this shop or whatever in this particular store at this moment in time, or mm-hmm. someone's singing a song that's Remind related you to you of that kind it. of thing. It's like that wouldn't really happen, would it? Really, it'd be very no. Yeah, if it was you have pressed yeah. to find that, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the signs, but you can read signs into anything if you really, no, no, really no. want something desperately. Yeah, but one of the things that does not I mean these, well, in this film, but all the films, any in any film where it's like, uh, you know, when a character runs <laughs> past one of them and it's like a split second, it's just just turn around. You were just yeah. there, and so because oh, we, we know the audience know. That that's occurring, but they don't know. It's like just oh, it just it does annoy me when those those <laughs> things happen. I know what you mean, but it it makes it adds to the yeah. film, doesn't yeah, it? I guess. I guess. <laughs> Got to run to the ad time. Uh, add to the run time. Yeah. But it's just a really lovely kind of searching for something that you that you well. To be fair, it makes you does make you wonder how do you know you love somebody? Because I don't know if love at first sight actually I don't, is realistic. I don't think that's. 
a thing, really, it's sad to say, because, I mean, again, like I've said probably countless times through this thing and, and times before, I'm sure, about how you've got to make a relationship work. You cannot seriously judge it off a first meeting and then, like, fall mad enough and go and get married in the space of a day or whatever <laughs> and then expect to be in that last forever and ever. It doesn't No, because relationships like develop and they grow and they change. People change. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. me and you are not the same people who met no. that first day. No. Well, well, no, really not. No. Completely adva- advanced. We've no. evolved like yeah. Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> well, another thing, because of the fact that, in the fact that he clearly, John didn't know um, her that well, because, or from appearance sake, I mean, because mm. in the part of the film where he's often kind of like getting towards the end is like oh he's going to a, this house or address wherever that she lives because he finds thing in the book yeah that he's been pursuing all this time everything and then it's like he oh he thinks he sees her in the window but it's a friend who's stopping look, looking at looking after the house or whatever and he's like oh well that's it then and it's like well you you I don't know if that's just because you just think because the hairstyle or something, or you kind of she it's just a vague changed. a vague memory of yeah. like what she looked like because but if you were so madly in love with her for thing, how can you kind of Forget not what she looks look like, like almost? I know you can take a picture years, of it. Yeah, it could be that you've only got this faint memory in your mind mm. of what this person looks like, and if they've grown, developed, changed the hairstyle. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you'd get confused with me and Sarah, possibly. Maybe you think I've dyed my hair a little bit more ginger. Because <laughs> you do look alike, so it's obviously because of siblings. Yeah, but there's definitely a height difference yeah. between you two, so... That's true, yeah. yeah. I'm short. Yeah. Sadly. Makes yeah. me adorable, though. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, and there's the whole thing with... Um, when he's trying to find, sift through these old like file paperwork stuff, like receipts and store mm. thing, this expensive ninety three pound for a tie. Yes. Oh, no dollars, should I say? But still, that's even in two thousand one's pricing thing. That's extortionate. Must be like a designer. Like half a Harvey Nicks or something. Yeah. Store. Oh, flipping heck! Wouldn't dare dream of paying that. No, you so, wouldn't. You don't spend a lot on clothes, doesn't Paul? No. He spends it on vinyls and DVDs. He could probably pay ninety odd pounds for a four K box set. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, problem. No, blink an eyelid, no. <laughs> but no, get more enjoyment out of those than <laughs> clothes that are just wear and hang up and wear occasionally. Yeah, uh, as opposed to some that sits on the shelf and watch occasionally. But you know, exactly. Isn't that the same thing? No. <laughs> yeah. And that what's the the store clerk guy or whatever, and he's he's quite irritating. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, he's trying to almost joke around really with the situation. Really, it's well, and he's he not very him, like literally. Yeah. yeah, we're in this get by this purple suit kind of. Willy Wonka vibes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's like why the hell you buy for something that you yeah. like actually gonna wear? Yeah, the only other thing I know him from. Is um American Pie? He plays the dad in. I've seen that. Yeah. It reminds me of a Mr. Bean moment. Really? A little bit, you know, like in Love Actually, where. You, yeah, yeah. You're doing the jewelry. Gift wrapped, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that scene kind of takes too long. 
Yeah, but and it's a lot briefer than... Cringy a little bit as yeah. well. And then you kind of like, oh, forget it. Yeah, yeah. To a certain point. Yeah. And I think that mm-hmm. portrays it for me. <laughs> I have wrote a line down which Dean does say. And it's, yeah. if you want to be to improve, then be thoughtful and foolish. Uh-huh. And I just think that's a lovely idea because sometimes if you don't wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. You think so much with your brain. You don't take chances you would normally. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of to be foolish and be open and vulnerable, which a lot of people don't like to do. But that's how a relationship grows, because if you're not yourself and you're not open and vulnerable, mm-hmm. nothing's going to grow, is it? No, no, sadly not. But he, he, Dean does kind of like look up to him, John, in the end, really, because it's like, you know, you've you've kind of gone for it, you're doing this for love and everything, even though mm-hmm. it's kind of a bit morally wrong of what he's doing it you know it's a bit like dickish to be doing again like a day before the wedding and all this kind of stuff it's it does like, make me worry like, uh, like i hope I can... our wedding is not no, like no. that where you kind of oh the day before something falls flat mm. and yeah. goes sour like yeah. it always yeah. is in a rom-com that way isn't it it's got to yeah. be the wedding it's got to be put on hold and it needs just... to add some form of pressure to you know like so action it... impact and i think that's what it, it they're trying to go for yeah it's sort of like a timer to the mm. whole situation makes it more intense but yeah it's just a bit of a yeah do we have to go through this again how many times has it been done this is the only thing really but and in I... this case the wedding doesn't even happen in the end so the fact that you said about my best friend's wedding yeah thinking about how much they'd shelled out, well, they actually lost out here because nobody got married whatsoever. No, I know that. But it's still the whole thing. You've, you've you still got to put down on deposits and stuff. You've still got to pay for it all. Exactly. So Especially on the actual day. Right. Yeah, so it's still a waste of money. And that's just... How humiliating. I, I'm more on the humiliation but side of things, like, I for d- her. Yeah, like, what... Yeah, the reasoning behind that. It's, and what... You know, it's just because of the fact that that's... Done and obviously Kate Beckinsale goes into the things like she thinks it's all happened. <laughs> I do like that. Oh, it's so sad. What a shame. Yeah. But then it cuts to shortly after the fact and Adine and John are then like having a walk and everything. And there's no sort of like repercussion from that. It's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's just, it is what it is kind of thing. And it's, you and don't that. see his bride being yeah, having a mental breakdown or anything, or anything like, like that <laughs> after the fact or anything, which would be quite funny. But, but I do think you get a bit of a sombre vibe um, because John is reading his... Um, Obituary speech, yeah, in a nice best man speech kind of way. It's kind of like a clever way of doing it, I suppose. So. Yeah. And I do think that really is impactful, that scene, even though he's just walking. And reading, yeah. And obviously the way that they're doing it is him reading in his head. Yes. The voiceover. Yes. Yeah. I think the way that he reads that mm-hmm. is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I feel like it gives me a little bit of a goosebumpy feel when he's reading it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's the film's kind of like, it's most, I guess, hard hitting moment really mm. kind of thing. I kind of give a sense of purpose to what the character is really kind of summing him up in a way or. And as well, it's saying, like, if you died tomorrow, have you done everything you'd want, want to, to do? do? Yeah. Which is kind of a bit gritty, um, in a sense. It's not... It does make... I feel like this film is a bit hard-hitting in that sense. It does make you think, if you want to mm-hmm. think. Yeah. It will give you them options of, like, well, have I filled my day as well as I could have done? 
has destiny yeah, taken me where I needed to go? Did I read the signs? Enough. But unfortunately, we can't always live our days if it's our last coming because, you know, we've got responsibilities and stuff. This is the problem with that saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah, if that was the case, everybody would just be going on holidays all There's the time. There's no supermarkets. Yeah, exactly. There'd be nobody doing any actual work with it because mm. no one would want to do cleaning the house or, you know, filing taxes and yeah, no, that's maintaining true. Unless that's things. something you really enjoy doing, yeah, you know. I highly doubt it. <laughs> so coming towards the end, mm-hmm. now this is like my favourite scene, mm-hmm. is the ice skating rink. Mm. The music. Right. It just, I feel like it wouldn't be the same without that musical piece at the end. Okay. Um, it gives me kind of the goosebumpy feels again. It's, I don't know, it's just like a romantic kind of the finally are going to meet scene. Again, yeah. And it just makes it so magical and special. I think it makes it even more special because it's Christmas. It's fake snow. Yeah, yeah that's the fake snow. <laughs> Studio snow, yeah. Because it's not melting and there's puddles mm. on the ice skating rink. So yeah. it's obviously done in like summer or summer. <laughs> and it's just the way the glove magically. Like she was She's just swinging. Yeah. Or put some bricks in it or something because it <laughs> ah, shouldn't have gone that yeah. far. She was like all the way on the yeah. side. Yeah. I don't really, really know why he was sitting on the ice, but I think what might have been just a slight technical shot, a way of doing a shot, would be obviously he's like lying on his back or whatever. And maybe if she came, obviously when it cuts to like him looking up at the sky, she kind of like pops into frame and only kind of like going, huh? It's like you type of thing kind of thing and then you get a stand up and do that rather than the glove throwing thing but that's just like a short idea I would have from that but yeah and then you said like it's now finally together and then it kind of like fast forwards to like a is it a year, is it year on? Anniversary from, yeah. from that point isn't and it? Yeah. wanting to buy some gloves. Yeah. If no wouldn't it be technically an anniversary Anniversary from when they first met, which would be a lot longer than that. Not wouldn't be a year, would it? Or are they just classing it just from that that encounter that they have at the end, yeah. and then it's a year from, from then, then, even though even though they're going to the glove store where yeah, they first, first originally met. Yeah, met. yeah, which was years and years ago. That's what, that's what I mean. It's yeah. Like a, okay. Well, well. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then it's back to Christmas, and then it's like yeah. You're, you're and it's joking as well um, yeah. with the store guy who's yeah, yeah. still there going, oh, did... d- Step away from the line or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, and oh, actually, this yeah. is her, Sarah. You know, we actually exactly. got the girl. Yeah. And we all live happily yeah. ever after. Go on then, are you going to break my heart? Mm. Yet again. <laughs> it's my birthday. I know it's your birthday. So I'll tell you. Birthday girl. You want to lie? Yes. Ten. Pee off. Mine's not even a ten. It's not even, even a ten, so. Can I guess? Okay, go on. I feel like this is better than my best friend's wedding. I feel like you're going to say seven, maybe 7.5. You gave her, was it a nine? Yes, I did give that a nine, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like that it should be seven or 7.5. Not to sway you at all with your scorings. <laughs> I will, I will give it a seven. You sure? Yeah, because realistically, I've, I do, I do still enjoy it 
as, as cheesy as it is and everything and again the morals are a bit off but they seem a bit more they seem a lot worse in my best friend's wedding because that's just and it's genuine yeah. in serendipity they do seem to trying to have a connection as well as their yeah. partners are yeah. not interested yeah. and self-absorbed yeah. and i have seen this one a fair few times and still enjoy it as john cusack as well is is, is, is plays plays it well mm-hmm. and i think there's there's other things in it like the you know like oh i remember the thing what's your like favorite what's the best movie or whatever and it says cool and luke and they're like oh again it's like oh i want to i want to check that out kind of thing like what what is this yeah you know i like when characters do like the kind of things like, oh my favorite movie or my favorite movie is da, da, da. And it's like oh uh, even though it's not obviously not actually it's just the characters things mm-hmm. kind of like, oh let's see what what it might makes... be though because it's like how where did they pick that film from yeah, or is yeah, it yeah. the directors yeah. or somebody like that's favorite film yeah, yeah. But it feels like they obviously want to credit it for whatever reason yeah 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 they want and to say it was, it was, it was on, a, they... on a poster when she's uh kate beckinsale's characters in mm-hmm. uh, china or whatever it was that they were on tour with yeah everything so it's like uh, yeah that's cool and yeah no i think it's just something i've sort of grown up with and it's come nice to come back to and it's it's kind of got that sort of value like what you've got mail is and yes. sleepers in seattle which i really like as well as another tom hanks so, i don't know have you and then meg, meg ryan oh maybe maybe the, just yeah. the name isn't yeah bringing it to me meg ryan. different parts of the states but then maybe it's that just because they were in you've got mail together yeah might be that yeah maybe but yeah hmm. okay so is, is that acceptable? Seven. Yeah, but I do feel like you're a bit biased because like, oh, I want to watch her, so I'm going to mark that high. And so any crap film Sophie picks, no. I'm going to mark them low. No. Fair. Well, the could be shook. I feel like the, the, they're fair assessments, really, aren't they? They're not like saying four. <laughs> really. And my normal... Oh, just Barry. wait. Just you wait, Mr. Parks. <laughs> Next film, I'm going to be the super uber oh, harsh well, critique. Well, I'll give you a nice one before Halloween, though. So, can't be too... <laughs> won't put you through the ring on the that one. drive in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, going on to my opinion, which matters. Okay, yeah, it's your birthday. So Yours doesn't matter. <laughs> Everybody listens to know how I feel. It's probably true. <laughs> He's such a birthday diva. You've upset me. <laughs> so, my score is serendipity. First of all, definitely connection of watching this younger. Mm-hmm. I know my mum loves this film too, so I have got a strong connection to this film. Does your sister love it? Uh, I think yeah. she's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think she would enjoy watching it again. Yeah. I don't know if she loves it. But probably will because it. I know we all, you three of us, used to watch it together. Yeah. So that does bump up my score biasedly. Uh-huh. Um, obviously you've got some brilliant actors, and in this film you have got some annoying ones as well, like mm-hmm. Lars. He does get on my nerves. Um, but he's in my big like, fat <laughs> Greek wedding, and I remember him not annoying me then as an actor. So I'm guessing it's just his character that he's playing. Uh-huh. That's frustrating. I do love the thought of faith, destiny, etc. 
serendipity being a thing. Yep. It really does make me feel like the universe does try and bring you into certain paths. And they always say one door opens, or, and then, what, I've said that wrong. I know, yeah. <laughs> one door closes, another one opens. I think yeah. that's what you mean, yeah. Or God opens, shuts the door and he opens a window or whatever the <laughs> saying is. God? <laughs> don't know. Okay, um, Whoever. Whoever. Yeah, yeah. And I just think it's that magical kind of feel to life. It's a feel good, yeah, one, yeah. Mm. And sure. it's based around Christmas, so it gives me that Christmassy goose vibes. But it's lovely because <laughs> you can watch... Goose, goose, goose. <laughs> you can watch it over and over and it doesn't have to be at Christmas time. No, I but, feel like you can get away with it at any sort of time, yeah, and not be a problem, yeah. I think Die Hard, though, you can do, to be fair. You can! Oh, goodness, this is just going to be a constant yeah. fighting battle. You're not going to win this. It's, it's, it's been deemed down. It's been deemed a Christmas film now. Just anyway. because there's losers like you that think you win it, is. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. You've upset me, so I'm being I, harsh. Anyway. Scores. So, this is my highest score of my birthday special. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to score it a nine. Okay. Just because it's amazing and it's lovely and it makes me feel fuzzy. <laughs> okay. So it makes, I believe you rated the notebook higher than this. So is that, does that stand to reason? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. the notebook Just want to check. makes me ball my eyes out. Okay. That's good, is it? That, that shows emotional it's level. got the emotional, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't make you cry. No. No. It's just enjoyable. It's yeah. enjoyable and fuzzy and light-hearted and you can put it on the background and just watch it and it's nice. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing anything else, you'd you be like... You can and you still know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Whereas a notebook, I feel like you've got to concentrate a little bit more and cry okay. your eyes out. You need a little bit tissues. more to that, I suppose. But, yeah. Okay. That's... that's. I'll accept that. It is your birthday and anything. I did think you were going to put it on an eight-ish or going on a nine, I suppose. Are you happy with my score for my best friend's wedding? Yeah. 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 No, her was the least, but it was like 7.589. Yeah. And I went up in scores mm-hmm. instead of going down. Well, I didn't go down, did I? Just on the level for two of them. I know that's not true, is it? No, sorry. No, you went 6.5 and 7. Yes, I went. Yeah, bit of a ramp, but it's just how. Sorry. Well, I enjoyed my birthday special, and I hope the listeners. Enjoyed it. I don't care what Paul thinks. No. Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the picks that we picked. Or Sophie picked. I was going to say, me, don't take credit for it. Well, one of them was <laughs> sort of mine, semi mine. But thank you for your time. And if you'd like to check out all our other episodes, including any previous birthday ones, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And, of course, we are on the social media platforms of Instagram and Twitter under the handle SP underscore film viewers. And lastly, any um, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser greatly appreciated and if you're feeling very 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 generous for this little lady's <laughs> birthday you can donate some money <laughs> monies. Monies <laughs> to the buy me coffee page 
buy me a cake page. Is that not a thing? No. <laughs> well, got money goes to whatever you want, just for a little <laughs> spending money for her for the star of the show. Aww. Well, well redeemed, Paul. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, only fair to say that um, you, you you kind of deserve some of well a lot of the credit really for what we do on the show really because it wouldn't be with the show wouldn't be anything without you so thank you but the show <laughs> wouldn't exist if you didn't edit it all so yeah. <laughs> swings and roundabouts yeah. yeah so thank you very much again for listening and we will speak to you next time thank you so much for listening i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i did and we'll speak to you next time <laughs> bye now bye bye